0: Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to Skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S K Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at SkylightFrame.com slash easy.
1: A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.
2: Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids.
4: is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Heidi Murkoff, and I'm a mom on a mission, a mission to help you know what to expect every step of the way. Are you expecting? Then you're probably expecting morning sickness, a craving for pickles, with or without ice cream, to do more than your fair share of peeing assorted aches and pains, and though you'll hopefully learn to wear them proudly, stretch marks, and puffy ankles. But we're not here today to cover what you already expect to expect, those standard symptoms exhaustively covered in movies and books and TV commercials. We're here to talk about what you might not expect when you're expecting, symptoms that might take you by surprise, but that are actually more common in a normal pregnancy than you might think. Because mama trust me on this, you are not alone. Mm -mm. And I'm not alone either. I'm here with Emma and we're going to talk first about our strangest pregnancy symptoms. Now, for me, that's easy because I was surprised by absolutely everything that happened to my body because I hadn't written what to expect when you're expecting yet. So if anything, I stress more about those classic symptoms that I expected I didn't have like morning sickness. I didn't have morning sickness. So I assumed something was terribly wrong with my pregnancy. I didn't, you know, have constipation or a heartburn. You're basically a unicorn. That's what they call them a unicorn.
5: Here I am with constipation. I didn't poop my entire pregnancy. Insomnia, metal mouth, food aversions, exhaustion, anxiety. <laughs> Where do I stop? And that
4: was just the first day. (laughs) Yeah, that was the first day. You had me on speed dial. Yeah. But you still had symptoms that took you by surprise. Yeah. It keeps you on your toes. It really does. It's the gift that keeps on giving. At least for nine months. Yeah. And then we got postpartum symptoms. (sighs) That's another day. Hemorrhoids coming back. (laughs) Because between us, we only have four pregnancies and we, we wanted to cast a wider net. So we went straight to the source to find out what you didn't expect when you were expecting. And we got unearful earful from the moms on what to expect, including some symptoms that I actually don't currently have in what to expect when you're expecting, but that I'm going to have to add. Yeah, you are.
5: You guys are writing this book for her.
4: <laughs> yeah, work in progress. So we got a variety of cravings that went way beyond that pickles and ice cream. We had a mom craving peanut butter and jelly and tuna. So P, B, J, and T. A mom who literally blended V8 juice with Rocky Road ice cream. Hot Cheetos dipped in Nutella, which sounds curiously, weirdly good. Um, Ground black pepper in coffee. Oh, boy. And also on her cereal. We also got aversions. Um, You know, of course, the usual suspects, like I had a terrible chicken aversion. I think you did, too. Um, Coffee aversion is super common, even for moms with with a coffee jones. And then we got some strange ones like rice. Who's going to argue with rice? But this mom who always ate rice suddenly couldn't eat rice. One mom actually told me that she was repulsed by banana peels. She could handle eating bananas, but her husband had to peel them for her and then hide the peel immediately. So that was very sweet of her husband, I have to say. Romantic. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, the most surprising pregnancy symptoms you don't expect. Why they happen and what you can do about them.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the skylight frame. Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy.
1: When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep tight stories. Listen to sleep tight stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids You yeah. bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Pregnancy does a number on your body in expected ways, like your growing belly, and in not so expected ways, like that back knee. So many random symptoms, but they all have one thing in common. Emma, what do you think that thing is? Hormones. Good guess. <laughs> Shot in the dark. Hormones. So many random symptoms. One explanation: hormones.
5: I feel like for me, it was almost like puberty again. Like I had a lot of acne. I had a lot of bacne. It's almost like you're going through puberty again, but not the period part. Yeah, not the
4: period, just the PMS. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Let's break down symptoms by trimester so you know what to expect, even with the most unexpected symptoms. In the first trimester, you know to expect, you know, sore breasts, exhaustion, nausea, food aversion, lots of emotions. But there are some surprising ones. So, mom, tell me more about metal mouth because I had it. I feel like a lot of people have experienced it. If you're not expecting it, it's very um,
4: surprising. Yes, unsettling, to say the least. Moms have described it to me as if you're sucking on loose chains. Yes. So it gives all your food kind of a flinty flavor. It's usually limited to the first trimester. Some moms have said they had it throughout their pregnancy. Me. It's often associated with morning sickness. So if you're extra queasy, you might have more metal mouth. Some things that can help are brushing your tongue or scraping it. Now, that is if you don't gag when you're scraping your tongue and throw up also because throwing up while brushing your teeth, that's another unexpected pregnancy symptom. But common. Changing your prenatal vitamin. Talk to your doctor about changing your prenatal to one that's more absorbable because otherwise it could be those heavy metals that are in the prenatal supplement like copper and chromium that are giving you that That makes sense. That aftertaste. Rinsing with a, a mixture of baking soda and water neutralizes pH levels. That could help. And anything acidic can help like those lemons and those pickles you were craving anyway. That steps up saliva production and that washes away the metal taste. But on the flip side, when you're making extra saliva anyway, it could be too much of a good thing that could make you gag and throw up. Emma, you were the spit girl, right?
5: I was the spit girl.
4: Okay. And no place to put it.
5: Stop. You're triggering me to make puns and jokes. I can't. Stop. Let's move along. So um, one thing that helps, I don't know if you tried this. Actually, you chew gum a lot. I do because whenever I get like queasy, I have like issues with that. Um, Gum actually really helps.
4: It does help with the metal mouth as well. It's really helpful. It can help with constipation too. Doesn't help me. (laughs) And chewing gum can help dry your mouth out when there's too much spit in it. Um, The same brushing with a minty toothpaste can help with that too.
5: Okay, but what about that, like, incessant pounding in the ear? Is that
4: okay? So it's another unrelated part of the body, your ear, like, You don't give birth through your ear. Baby doesn't grow inside of there. Thankfully. (laughs) But some moms actually get a pounding feeling in their ear, almost like their heart is beating in their ear, or they might get tinnitus, you know, that ringing sensation in your ear. And it's super common during pregnancy. And that's because of the increased blood flow of pregnancy. It's also due to, guess what? hormones. love a good hormone. It can also be related to ear infections and sinus infections, which are more common during pregnancy, especially because you're extra stuffy. But because it could also be a sign of higher blood pressure, you should always report any kind of pounding or ringing in your ear to your doctor or midwife.
5: What about heart palpitations? Like I have that in my normal everyday life because I'm just a stress case. But like when you're pregnant.
4: Well, just like with the ear pounding, your blood flow is increased and there are changes in your circulatory system. Your blood volume actually increases almost 50% when you're pregnant and your heart rate goes up about 25%. And you become kind of hyper aware of it. And some people become more hyper with than others. And you might feel like a fluttering or extra beats or, or your heart is always pounding or racing or, or sometimes like it feels like you're, you're skipping beats. Now, first thing, I hear this from so many moms and they get panicky and stressed out about it. Always check with your doctor. It could be a sign of anemia. If it happens in the second half of pregnancy, that's from an increased need for red blood cells. It's common. Um, it could be anxiety, like you said, Emma. Anxiety, panic attacks—you get the pounding heart. That's me. Could be a sign of a thyroid condition, me or again. less likely, some, <laughs> something. Yeah, something else that you have, um, or it could be something else that needs further investigation. And that's why you should always speak to your doctor about it.
5: Okay, so let's skedaddle to the second trimester because, you know, that's kind of like the golden age, right? Right which is also known as the best trimester. Women often get their energy back. The hopefully, settles down a little bit. Your appetite comes back. You're a whole new woman. But there are new symptoms that are common in that second trimester.
4: Yeah, there are lots of new ones. And most of them, you know, you probably expect most of them are keepers. You've got your heartburn, your extra gas. Sometimes smelly. <laughs> leg cramps. Yeah, I had a lot of leg cramps. Growing pains. <laughs> You've got the round ligament pain. It's that tugging pain on either side yes, of your abdomen. Yes, and I got freaked out about that and I called you. I was like, why is my stomach hurt? Everybody
5: gets freaked out yeah. about it. It's just not a great place to have pain when you're pregnant, you know? It's just not. Yeah. But there are a lot more symptoms that you probably didn't expect in this otherwise- awesome trimester. Your nose
4: goes through a lot. Your nose does know that you're pregnant. All those um, mucous membranes all over your body swell, and that includes in your nose, and it makes your nose stuffy. Um, It makes you more prone to post-nasal drip, and uh, that's especially at night, to that post-nasal drip cough, and even to snoring. Mm -hmm. That can happen, Mm -hmm. too. Um, you should always check with your doctor if you're snoring, because sometimes it's something that needs to be monitored. For the most part, it's just par for the pregnancy course. That and the increased blood flow makes nosebleeds more common, as you experience, Emma, and harder to control. One thing that could help is using saline spray and also eating more vitamin C-rich foods because that strengthens your capillaries. Also, sleeping propped up. That helps the yeah. heartburn. It helps helps for stuffy nose, and it's just plain more comfortable.
5: Now, this one sounds bad, but pregnancy tumors in your mouth? what What's happening with that?
4: Yeah, it sounds terrible. It's easier to pronounce than pyogenic granulomas. Um, they are red, raw bumps, kind of an overgrowth of tissue that can show up on your gums, sometimes between your teeth. And yes, you can thank your hormones. These little pregnancy tumors in your mouth can bleed. They're completely harmless. They're super annoying. And if they're really bothersome, then you can check in with your doctor or, or your dentist because it's possible to have them removed. But that's actually another good reason to see your dentist for cleanings during your pregnancy because another unexpected symptom of pregnancy might be bleeding gums. If you have gingivitis due to pregnancy hormones.
5: Like I said, the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. What about hair in all the wrong places? I asked you about this when I was pregnant with Lennox, but I also feel like I didn't have as much leg hair when I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I gain some, you lose some. You gain some, you
4: lose some. Exactly. You hold on to all the hair on your head during your pregnancy, so you don't do the normal shedding, and you do that about four months postpartum. But you might get hair in unexpected places, like the fur belly, you can get hair on your chinny chin chin, on your breasts, like around your areola. Um, some notice less hair on, on their legs, like you did. One mom told me that her eyebrows started growing blonde hairs and she was a brunette. Okay,
5: so let's talk about skin. I was also getting a lot of rashes, and I feel like I also got like skin tags.
4: Yeah. So, pregnant skin is sensitive skin. Um, across the board, so you could get heat rash. Sounds like something babies get, but actually your metabolism is way up, so you're overheating, and you can get the heat rash, especially in places where you've been growing, which is pretty much everywhere. Maybe under your breasts, between your thighs, anywhere where skin is rubbing. Now you might have sensitivities. This could be surprising too to all kinds of products that never bothered you before, your standard products. So if that happens, you should say unscented and as natural as you can, wear cotton-loose clothing. It's more breathable, so you're less likely to get heat rash. What about that constant itching? There's so much itching. Yeah, there's a lot of itching during pregnancy. You're itching to have that baby. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Pregnant bellies are always itchy bellies. That's from all the stretching that your skin is doing. Your skin gets really dry and itchy. So drink lots of water. Rub on that lotion. It's probably not going to prevent stretch marks, but it does help with dry skin. Remember, stretch marks are more a matter of genetics. So you can thank your mom or not thank your mom for having them. Thanks, mom. Some moms get red, itchy hands and feet. That's also a hormone. So keep your hands out and feet out of hot water. That's a, a very good reason for your partner to do all the dishes. Honey, I can't. My hands are red <laughs> yeah, and-, <right>. and itchy. Yeah, right. <laughs> But um, itching without a rash, definitely check in with your doctor um, or midwife because that could be a sign of a complication in the second and third trimester. And of course, itching in the crotch can signal an infection. So check with your doctor, wear cotton underpants, maybe eat a lower sugar diet and take a probiotic. So we talked about cravings. What about craving ice? I had a mom who say it had to specifically be gas station ice. She sent her husband to the gas station every night for ice. But yeah, a craving for everything cold is super common, especially in the first trimester because foods that are cold, you don't smell them as much. If you're seriously craving chewing ice, you have to check with your doctor or midwife because it could be a sign that your iron stores are low. Um, That happens to most moms, you know, in the second half of, of pregnancy. Now, another sign of iron deficiency is craving things that are not food. So maybe gasoline, tar, mud, downy fabric softener. Cement. (laughs) Just wanting to sniff them is one thing. But if you're really feeling like you want to taste them, then absolutely check in with your doctor.
5: And now... The third trimester, the big kahuna. And you're feeling
4: like a big kahuna.
5: (laughs) When you get much bigger, the constant need to pee comes roaring back. Mm -hmm. And then you have trouble sleeping. And the dreams you have when you finally fall asleep are just getting more bizarre. And then you're tired all over again. And then there's the backache. And there's the unexpected pleasures like I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. It's all on
4: you, girlfriend. I'm going to give it a go. It's pruritic urticarial papules and plaques of pregnancy. Can you say that three times fast? It's absolutely not dangerous. It's seriously uncomfortable, though. It's itchy red bumps that can pop up or, I guess, pop up usually in the third trimester, sometimes in your stretch marks, sometimes on your thighs, your arms, your butt, Good idea to show it to your doctor or midwife. And if it's really miserable, a topical medication might help or an antihistamine, but don't self-treat.
5: Here's one I still do, but I did it all the time when I was pregnant. I pee a little when I laugh, like especially if I pick up my toddler when I really have to pee.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, trickle, trickle. Or you hear the water running. Yeah, there's just a lot. <laughs> so yeah, bladder control, it's something you don't fully appreciate until it's gone. You <laughs> <I would> can <laughs> say that. So it's the weight of your uterus and your baby pressing on your bladder. And that gives your bladder less breathing room. But it's also the wear and tear on your perineal muscles. Tone them and keep them for life by doing, yes, your Kegels. Use them or lose them. That's what they say.
5: I did not follow that sage advice, mom. So yeah, so now I have a lot of bladder issues. Oh my gosh. Do you know what's one thing that really I had a lot of issues with? Carpal tunnel.
4: Yeah, I mean, anyone can get carpal tunnel, but pregnant women are especially blessed in that (laughs) particular department. It's because the carpal tunnel in your wrist becomes swollen like the rest of your body. And you might have numbness, tingling. Burning and pain. It might just be in your hand, in certain fingers, and/or in your wrist. Or it could radiate all the way up your arm. If you're really lucky, it's definitely worse at night, and Mm -hmm. that's because the extra fluids um, in your feet and legs are redistributed to the rest of your body, and that includes your hands. Best thing you can do at night is sleep with your hands on a separate pillow. Give them their own pillow. Definitely don't sleep on your hands because that's going to make it worse. Some people find that wearing a wrist brace helps. The only thing with that is others find that it's more uncomfortable than the carpal tunnel itself to wear the brace all the time, and you really have to wear it consistently for it to work. It doesn't hurt to step up hydration because extra water does help flush out extra fluids. Now, something else that's very surprising, or it could be very surprising, and that has to do with all the swelling in your hands is um, that you're suddenly dropping everything. You're clumsy. You're mm-hmm. like butterfingers. You just can't get a grip.
5: <laughs> Emma, did you have that? Well, yeah, I, I did. But I actually wanted to address something kind of in the carpal tunnel realm. Mm-hmm. I had horrible RLS. I had restless leg syndrome at night mm-hmm. to the point where I couldn't sleep, but I had never heard of this because I kept Googling and Googling. Restless arm syndrome where I had it in my arms and it was so, I wanted to like pull my hair out. It was so bad and nothing helped. And I know like magnesium is recommended for that.
4: Yeah, it is. But it was horrible, horrible. Well, it's, it's also recommended for leg cramps, which are another pregnancy plus. Knowing you, of course, you'd couldn't just contain it to your legs. The restless leg syndrome. It has yeah. It's like my arms. I'm like, ah. to your arms as yeah. well. Sometimes checking your diet to see if maybe there's some correlation to something you've been eating or not eating. So run a diet check, but also mention it to the doctor. See if they have any suggestions. Whether you should take some magnesium or try a magnesium spray. One of the symptoms that surprise most people is lightning crotch, mom. I had it. What is this? I mean, lightning crotch, it sounds like it could be fun, but it's so not fun. It's this sharp, sudden shooting pain in your vagina. Some people describe it as being stabbed Mm -hmm. in your vagina. It strikes really suddenly like lightning. It can knock you off your feet. It can take your breath away. Nobody knows exactly what causes it, but it could be that extra blood flow. It could be baby pressing on a nerve. And yes, lightning can strike twice mm-hmm. and more. Fortunately, it goes away quickly. It's just that sharp shooting pain and then it resolves. Just pray it doesn't happen when you're in the middle of a Zoom presentation. That would be special. <laughs> I think we've discovered that every pregnancy is different. But now you do know this. You are not alone. We are all on this crazy ride together. You'll get through it. Ooh baby love my baby love i need you oh how i need you thanks for listening remember i'm always here for you what to expect is always here for you we're all in this together For more on what you heard on today's episode, visit whattoexpect.com slash podcast. You can also check out What to Expect When You're Expecting, What to Expect the First Year, and the What to Expect app. And we want to hear from you. Connect with us on our community message board or on our social media. You can find me at Heidi Murkoff and Emma at Emma Bing WTE. And of course, at What to Expect. Baby Love is performed by Riley Bederer. What to Expect is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: In my arms, why don't you
3: Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In
2: response to attacks against Asian-Americans... Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community.
5: There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community.
2: Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia Media is your access
5: company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.